Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 101. Ooh, that was a little rough. Happy birthday to us. Um, I don't even know if it really qualifies as a birthday, but I'm so excited because we have done over 100 episodes. And today's show is all about the five biggest lessons I've learned after hosting 100 shows on the Gold Digger podcast. I have been looking forward to this day since the day that we launched, which is a little crazy. Chloe's excited. I'm excited. Let's dive on into the show. Are you ready? You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop-style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work, and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Guess what? I know you. You want to know something I know about you? You're not a huge fan of sponsors and ads on your favorite shows. You probably hit that little button to skip through them so that you can just get to the point of the episode. Trust me, I get it. That's why I'm doing something a little outlandish and I am dropping all of our sponsors for the Gold Digger podcast. Call me radical, call me crazy, but I set out to make a show that was filled with the free education our industries were lacking and I am jumping right back into alignment with that vision. So this show is brought to you by our totally free guide, Five Easy Ways to Grow Your Email List. You can get your hands on it at jkemaillist.com. That's right, a guide that will get you started help you understand why email lists matter, and teach you to know what to send. My biggest business regret is not starting an email list sooner, so this episode is dedicated to not letting you make the same mistake. Head to jkemaillist.com and get growing that list of yours. Now, what do you say? Are you guys ready to jump into today's episode? Let's do it. I swear that I have been waiting for this day to happen since the day that I launched a Gold Digger podcast, which is kind of hilarious, right? But we have officially hit 100 episodes, and it's just so crazy for me to think about the journey that this podcast has taken me on and the fact that we have stuck with it this long and have absolutely no plans to slow on down. 
It is absolutely surreal to be recording this episode. What a year, what a journey in producing this content. What a chance to get to know you, the listeners. Now, when I started this show, I wasn't quite sure where it would go or what it would lead to or how it could impact not just my business, but you, the true gold diggers out there doing the hard work every single day. And as we quickly approached 2 million downloads on the show, I thought it would be so fun to share the five biggest lessons that I have learned in creating the Gold Digger podcast and share some of the things that I've loved and loathed while navigating growing this show to be one of the top female-led business podcasts out there. Let's be honest, ladies, this is a man's world, but not for long because I truly see there's just so much power in us feeling empowered and knowing that we can go out and do our biggest dreams and just feeling that inspiration to see other women forging the path in front of us. And so as I think about this show and the evolution and just all of the content that we've shared throughout the past year, it makes me so excited because I get to see all of these stories. And one thing resonates so loud and clear with me is that there is not one way to success. In fact, there are so many ways and I think it is just such a true, true visual to be able to listen to women's stories every single week and to hear about their journeys and to just hear about the hard times and the good times and the exciting times and the times where they had no idea what they were doing and yet here they stand. And so I am just so pumped to walk you through the biggest lessons I've learned because like any project, any goal, any dream, there are always going to be lessons that teach us. And so I am ready. I hope you are ready. I think it's time we should dive on in. So the first biggest lesson is something that if you've ever listened to this show, you know I am a giant fan of, but sometimes it's easier to say than it is to put into practice. And that is that done is better than perfect. I think it's true in life, in business, but especially when it comes to podcasting. Now, I remember when I first started dreaming about creating this show, I was so worried about having the perfect intro, the perfect format, the perfect questions, the perfect recordings, the perfect show notes, the list goes on and on. But I learned quickly that perfect doesn't exist especially in this podcasting world. And instead of striving for perfection, I needed to strive towards solid content. And that was so much more important. It wasn't necessarily about the delivery and having that be perfect, but it was more about being intentional with the content that we are putting out there. Now, the hardest part of simply starting was just that simply starting and letting the perfect goal dissolve. I remember when I first came up with the idea for this show and I really started to think about what it would be, what it would look like, and I was paralyzed. And it reminded me of how hard it is to start something new because we look at everyone that has gone ahead of us and it seems like they have it all figured out, right? They have the perfect websites, the perfect outfits, the perfect Instagrams, all of those things. And so when you're just starting out, it can be so intimidating to just simply put something out there. And so when I started this show, I was paralyzed because for the first time in a long time, I was so passionate about something again, and I wasn't quite sure what it was going to look like or what it would evolve into, but I knew that I had to do it. 
And so you have to remember, my friends, that done is better than perfect. I always laugh when somebody sends me a typo in one of my freebies or, you know, something that I didn't quite format correctly. And I always just smile to myself because the content is what I care about. The content is there. The formatting, the typos, the grammar. Hey, there might be some mistakes in there, but that's who I am. I would rather put it out into the world while it's still a little incomplete, still a little rough around the edges so that the world can start to consume it instead of holding on to it or coveting it until I feel like it is good enough. And what a beautiful reminder that can be in our lives because I feel like a lot of times we are holding back on our best work because we are just waiting for permission or waiting to know that the world is ready to accept it. And guess what? The world doesn't have to be ready. You just need one or two or three people who can really see and hear you to know that it was worth it, even when it's not perfect. And friends, we all know perfect is a unicorn. Number two is this. Batch working will save you. Oh my goodness, my friends. I wish I would have known this and listened to this and basked in this from the very beginning. Now, when I was first starting out, I was recording a few episodes every week whenever it would work out for the guests or whenever I could have an outline ready to record. But little did I know that batch working would save me and help me really get in the zone. So what does batch working mean? And I want to kind of share how it can apply to you no matter what you do. Basically, what this means is that I will sit down and record five or six episodes in one sitting. I schedule interviews back to back to back to back to back. And what's amazing about this is that I can really get my space set up. I can be fully prepared and excited. I can get into the mindset and I can really help steer conversations because I know what is going out that month. So instead of just doing one-offs and kind of winging it, I've really created a system and with that system comes this flow so that when I do this, it really helps me to focus and to see the overall strategy of the podcast so much more than recording one-off episodes. Now, this also helps us with our lifestyle because when I go to record, a lot of times Drew has to hang out with the dogs to keep them quiet while I'm recording. So he's usually quarantined to the bedroom or somewhere else. And when I look back to when I was just beginning, it was like I would have to pause whatever else I was doing, go sit in my car because that's where I recorded most of the first episodes, get ready to record, record, and then get back to the tasks that I was doing. And so batch working isn't just something that we've applied to the podcast. It's actually something we've applied in my business. And so what's been really cool about that is to say, okay, for this week or this day, or even maybe this month, I'm going to be focusing on X, Y, and Z. So everything else needs to just be automated or take the back seat so that I can really put my head down and have a very clear direction and clear strategy along with what I'm working on. And so what we're doing now for the podcast is I will send Kate two different days a month and those will be my recording days. And so in those days, I have to record four interviews and four solo shows. And if we can just kind of schedule everything back to back to back, it really helps me to see, okay, this is the content that is going out this month. These are the guests that we're having. And here's the timing that would work best in terms of the flow of the actual show, as well as just the time of year, what makes sense to go out. And so batch working is incredible. 
and you are so much more productive, so much more efficient, so much more in the zone and in the mental space that you need to be in to create your best work. And so I am a huge fan of batch working. It is something that my team is really adopting and wholeheartedly open-armed just accepting because we're really realizing how much more efficient we can be and how much more strategic and intentional we can be when we can see that overall picture and really just focus on one task at a time. And for all of you guys that have the 8 million Internet Explorer tabs open, this is something that you could strive towards working towards because when you can really pare down your focus, man, you will be so shocked at how much time you have been wasting. Now, number three is something that I have embraced a lot more recently, especially in my life when I've realized that we're not in control of everything. And so number three is this, pivot when it feels right. Now, It is easy to create a show and think that it has to just stay that same format, the same message, the same intro, the same questions, and that it can't change. But you are going to hit points in your life, in your business, if you run your own show, where you realize that you're out of alignment, that maybe what you first created is no longer serving you. And it sounds hard and it sounds scary, but the truth is, is that when you open your mind up and know that you have the ability to pivot when the time comes, when it feels right, when you know that your goals have changed or what feels good for you has changed. Now, I want to give a few examples on this, specifically when it comes to the Gold Digger podcast, because we've changed a few things throughout the show's one year of existence. And I think what is so cool about that is that a lot of times we back ourselves into the corner and think, this is a way that I've been doing it, so this is a way that it works. Or if it's not broke, let's not fix it. But at the same point, when you can really listen to your intuition and really just pay attention to your gut or the things that are serving you and not serving you in your life, it gives you this ability to really stay in alignment in a sense that just makes you excited and passionate and proud. So for example, When I first launched, I just did one show a week and it was awesome. It was a perfect way to launch because it enabled me to create structure and time and to understand kind of what I wanted the show to be. Now, after two months of doing that, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. Like, let's do two shows a week. I think I can do this. And you know, we already had a system in place and I knew that we could support it internally with my team. And so then we started to say, okay, what would it look like if instead of just doing interviews, I got to teach on solo shows like this one and I got to teach on subjects while still offering a diversity in our guests and topics. And so when our show initially launched, I thought it was just going to be an interview show. I never really assumed that I would play such a big role. I thought that my role would be in just facilitating conversations, but the show transformed so much when I realized, hey, I think we can add to this. I think we can do two shows. And I think I want to teach on one show a week. So that pivot right there changed the trajectory of our show. And it also changed my ability to reach and extend my brand in a new way because I was actually able to share the areas of expertise that I have. Instead of just facilitating conversations, now I am able to teach freely and to give back to my followers, my community, my listeners, the insiders, 
And if I wouldn't have pivoted or if I would have just felt stuck in that corner, that would have never happened. Now, another example of this is when I decided to drop sponsors after having sponsors for 10 months of our show. Now, this was a big decision and I've gone back and forth on it so many times and I've just gotten used to saying like, no, not never. Like I'm never going to say never in my business anymore, but after 10 months, I started to realize like, I want to get back to the heart of the show. And for me, that looks like putting out the best free pitchless content on the internet. And so I wanted to figure out, okay, what is this going to look like? Because I truly love my sponsors. I mean, I use HoneyBook every single day. And so nothing changed there. Nothing fell out. But what I realized is if I can really get to the heart of that mission, which is the best free content, then instead of having ads or paid sponsors, what would it look like if instead of using that space to share other people's products and services, I use that space to share our free content that we've created for you, right? And so it created more of this alignment with my brand and mission while still knowing that we could have a strategy that made sense. And so when we dropped our sponsors, that was a huge pivot because those sponsors were helping pay for the expenses that the show incurs. And so when I started to look at like, okay, I'm going to be turning down thousands of dollars, but it is worth it to me because I believe in me and what I'm putting out there and the free content that I'm making accessible. It was a change. It was a pivot and it's not going to be forever, but I wanted to just give it a try and see how it felt. And you know, at that point of my life and business, it just felt right. And so I just trusted that voice inside of me, trusted that intuition, and I just dropped it. And we made that change. And guess what? Nothing broke. Nothing burnt down. The podcast is still alive and well, and everything is running so smoothly. Hey, hey, sorry to jump in here, but I wanted to pop back in with a dose of encouragement and a little extra something something for you. You probably keep hearing top marketers say, it's all in the list, it's all in the list, and you're wondering what list they are talking about. Surely it cannot be your to-do list. That's a mile long. They are talking about email lists, and rightfully so. Email marketing is the number one way I drive profits in my business, and to celebrate that simple fact, I created a totally free guide, five easy ways to grow your email list and you can get your hands on it for free at jkemaillist.com. Again, hop to jkemaillist.com to get your guide, hit pause, get your hands on it and get more resources all devoted to growing that email list of yours. And then of course you can jump back into this awesome episode. So the last example of pivoting for me was when I started to decide to open up and share some more personal experiences, including things like our struggle with miscarriage and fertility. And while I know that it might not apply to all listeners or all people just might not be interested, it was an important part of the journey. And like I feel on all social media, it is so easy to share the good things, to share our successes, to share the areas where we are just knocking it out of the park. But I felt like if I wasn't sharing that part of my story, I was just glossing over what was really happening in my life. And I am such a believer in our stories and that they can make an impact. And so I decided to pivot and say, I understand that this is a strategy in business 
business and marketing podcast. But if you don't know what's going on in my life, what I'm teaching you isn't going to resonate in as fully of a way as it could if you knew where I was at. And so taking an episode or two episodes to share kind of those inner workings of what was going on behind the scenes, that was a pivot, but it wasn't a risk to me because I know that not every show is going to appeal to every person. Yet I believe that in the hundred shows that we have put out, there is something for everyone. And so while each podcast episode might not serve everyone, each podcast episode serves a purpose. And sometimes that purpose is beyond just what the original scope of the podcast was. And so to reiterate this point is when you are starting something new, you are going to create structure, systems, rules, ideas, and you're going to feel like those things give you the strength to create. But at some point, I don't know if it's a month from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, you might have those same systems in place. And instead of feeling freedom from them, you might feel trapped. And so I want for you to know that pivoting is such a beautiful part of owning a business. And I believe that when you pivot and you are chasing that alignment, when you are chasing that bigger mission, when you are chasing who you are in the fullest of account of your being, you're going to see success because that passion will resonate with the people that you are trying to reach. I am so thankful that we've pivoted a few times and trust me, we've got a few more pivots planned for the upcoming year. So number four was something that was a challenge for me. It was this, honing in on your interview style. Now, let's be honest, we aren't all Aaron Andrews, and most of us hosts on podcasts have never led an interview or hosted a forum for people to share their story and help teach others. And I'll be the first to say that my ability to lead great interviews has not really existed all the time. I think I've grown into it since starting, and I'm not afraid to say that I feel like I'm getting better. I've learned a ton about how to facilitate great interviews while also keeping them focused on the topic at hand. But if you've never done an interview, okay, let's just talk for a minute. It is an art. It is something that you have to learn. And what better way to learn than in opening yourself up to make some mistakes and put it into action? I remember when I was starting out, I read a review and it really struck me deep. And I know that it is so easy to read awesome reviews, right? Like we love hearing people sing our praises, but somebody left this review and At first, I was really hurt by it, but then I said, okay, this is feedback, and I can either take it and run with it, or I can just shove it away and put it and categorize it under my insecurities. And the review had said something about how I was an immature interviewer because every time someone would answer, I would turn the conversation over to me. And what that person didn't realize is before we had pivoted, my show had never really thought about including solo shows. And so when I was doing that, it was my attempt to create a conversation with my guests while also helping show that, yes, I am an expert in these areas. And so when I read that review, at first I was like, oh gosh, that really hurts. Like I'm doing my best and I don't know how to do this and I'm just getting started and it's really hard to facilitate conversations online with strangers that you might not know if they're ready for this or if they're comfortable. And 
then I started to really pay attention to myself. And I can be the first to say I've made a lot of mistakes. You know, going into a podcast, a lot of people think, well, you just talk, right? Like, how hard can that be? But it is really stinking hard. Like, you're sitting by yourself with just a microphone trying to create something wonderful, something that helps people. And when you're in a conversation with someone else, it is really hard to get to the heart of things, to keep them focused, to give them the platform and the ability to share their story in a way that is so meaningful to them that will speak to volumes of people. And so number four is just honing in on what your interview style is. What does that look like for you? How do you want to facilitate that conversation? And I can say wholeheartedly that I have not always been perfect. There have been times where I've interjected when I shouldn't have. There have been statements that I've made when I shouldn't have. But guess what? That's life. And going back to number one, done is better than perfect. I believe that and I believe in the content. And so if you're thinking about starting something new and it's going to require learning, just buckle up and embrace it because there are so many things in our life that we do because we just know we're going to be good at them. Those are easy. Those are fun because we can go in with confidence thinking, all right, I know I got this in the bag. But when you really challenge yourself to do something that you might stink at or that you don't feel confident in or that you're questioning if you can really do it. I feel like that is when you are truly forced to dig deep and to look within and to challenge yourself to truly make mistakes and not apologize for them, but to learn from them. And so looking back over the last 100 episodes, I have absolutely been really working hard. And I want you to know that I've been working so hard to get better as an interviewer and to really just own my role in facilitating a stage, a platform to give my interviewees a place to share in a way that resonates with you, the listeners. Now, number five is this. I wanted to create a space for feedback, for ideas, and for community. And it's really hard when you're online all the time, right? Like it's this false sense of community that we've talked about in so many different episodes. And so I knew that I wanted to create a space for people who listened to the podcast. And what we did was we created a Facebook group. So if you're not in the Facebook group, hop on over to Facebook and just type in Gold Digger Podcast Insiders. And I would love to hang out with you in there. And having this group of over 5,000 listeners hanging out every single week, it's been an awesome place for us to get feedback, to brainstorm, to get asked questions that we use on the show, to get guest suggestions. And so this space has become a place that I really enjoy hanging out because it helps me connect with you, the listeners, in a way that wouldn't quite be possible. And so what I love about it is that we can come together in a way that allows us to troubleshoot, to ask for support, to have accountability, to encourage one another. And I run a lot of Facebook groups. I run Facebook groups for all of my paid offers, but I also wanted to create this free space because I value you. And when I can see your face and when I can hear your voice and when I can know where you're at in your life, I can make the show so much more applicable for you in such a meaningful way because it doesn't just feel like I'm just talking to myself and hanging out in my attic and praying my dogs don't bark. It feels like, Jenna, you are truly 
really making a difference in doing this. And so I would love for you to join our Facebook community if you haven't already, but I love having the insiders group to help pour into our audience while also having a place to share the latest and greatest episodes. I know your lives get busy, and so we love to just share previews of the shows in there and also share about upcoming shows and some of the behind the scenes of recording. And so again, just hop into Facebook, type in Gold Digger Podcast Insiders, and you can request to join and I will approve you so we can hang out in that exclusive group. Now, it's crazy to think 100 episodes. I don't know about you, but I love big round numbers. And when I started this show, I had already dreamt about this episode, which is just, I think it's hilarious because we are always like 10 million steps ahead of ourselves. But when I look back over what this show has done in my life in terms of being able to put content out into the world two times a week and to be able to share my story in a way more meaningful way that isn't possible through photos and captions, it has been one of the best journeys that I've ever taken on. And when I look back at last year, I remember thinking, can I seriously add one more thing to my plate? But it has been worth it. It has been worth it because you are listening to it. Now, when I started this, it felt so daunting. I put it off. I put it off. I put it off. I wanted to do everything but actually sit down and record because I was scared. But it has been one of the best leaps of faith I have ever taken and one of the most fun parts of my job, getting to show up and serve people for free and land in earbuds all over the world every single week is something that I absolutely love and celebrating the fact that we are 100 episodes in is no short feat. It has been a ton of work, a lot of hours, a lot of payroll, and oodles of strategy to make it worth every penny, every minute, every recording, but I can without a doubt say that it may just be my favorite passion project to date. Now, if you're considering starting a podcast or you're looking into the new year and thinking about a new project you want to embark on, I just want to encourage you to just go for it. I want for you to remember that done will always be better than perfect. And a lot of times the things that we are so busy nitpicking, so worried about perfecting, the world doesn't even notice. Remember that you might feel insignificant, but that your story matters. And your story, it doesn't have to be delivered perfectly to make a difference. And so if you can just kind of look fear in the face, call it a liar because that's what it is, and jump into your next passion with all of the gusto, with all of the confidence, knowing that you are in the right place, that you are in alignment, that you can pivot at any time that you need to pivot, and that you are giving yourself the chance to hone in on your giftings. Man, you can create an incredible community, a community that supports you, that rises up around you, that celebrates with you, that grieves with you, that loves you. And I think that what is so cool is that this podcast has given me a voice that I didn't have before I launched it. Sure, I love to write, but I feel like there is just something so special, so sacred to me about showing up in your ears that you get to hang out with me every single week, and that we get to work through this mess together. And so I want to encourage you to chase those crazy dreams because I never in a million years dreamt that this would be part of my story, but now it is one of my favorite parts. 
And so I do have one request in our celebration. Imagine me holding up a cake with a hundred candles on it, celebrating with you. But I do have one request. If this show has touched your life, has encouraged you, has pushed you to take a leap of faith or helped you to chase your wildest dreams or transform your business or your life, would you take just a few minutes of your time right now, if you're driving, pull over, if you're on a run, just take a little breather. Wherever you are today, would you just hop onto the app and leave a review? I know it sounds so simple and you're like, oh, I'll do it later. I remember, I promise I'll do it later. But if you could just do it right now before this show ends and just leave a quick review to let me know what you love about the show or how it's encouraged you. It really sincerely helps me to keep going on with this because this takes a lot of time, a lot of teamwork, a lot of energy, but it is worth it because of you. And so for me to be able to connect with you on a more personal level would honestly make my week. So hop on over to the app, leave a review if you have a few minutes of your time to donate, and just know that I am so thrilled to be celebrating 100 episodes, and I'm even more grateful that I've gotten to take you on this journey with me. Here is to 100 more and then some. I'll talk to you soon, Gold Diggers. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold-digging dream chaser, you.